Are you awake? Hello there. Look, I don't mean to be rude, but this is not as easy as it looks, so I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't distract me. Sorry. Thank you. Under the spreading gooseberry bush, the village burglar lies. The burglar is a hairy man with whiskers round his eyes. He goes to church on Sundays. He hears the parson shout. He puts a penny in the plate, and takes a shilling out. Is this the real life? Help you with something? Is this just fantasy? I know more than you think. And you think more than you know. But knowledge is not the same as wisdom. Yeah. What's the difference? Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. You alright? No, I'm having a bit of a nightmare, Ashley. I'm the urban spaceman, baby. Here come the twists. I don't exist. I mean, it seems scientists are confirming more and more that all existence is here by blind chance. No purpose, no design. Well, I don't care. I love every minute of it. Within what we could call the appearance of things, we have all been influenced by all kinds of information, a mixture of good information and a lot of misleading information. In the esoteric teachings, it is said that ordinary man is not capable of what they call higher understanding. They intimate that man needs to be prepared before he can absorb the truth. This is a typical pattern of the hierarchy system, which pervades modern man. The pyramid. Self-actualization is at the peak of the pyramid. The long climb must be undertaken, and all kinds of obstacles must be traversed before one can get to the top. Thousands of examples could be mentioned, but they are all reflections of the same equation. The business world is a clear example of this pyramid, a realm of belief. When you get to the top, you have a view of what is below, a bunch of colleagues struggling to overthrow you or stab you in the back. You may have already depleted your reserves and feel like crap wasted and so the fall comes sooner or later then your previous subordinates tread all over you and use you like a doormat could this be what life is all about
when are you going to wake up? But wait, are you actually asleep? Are you awake? I am awake. And what do you have to do about that wakefulness? Have to look for it? No. What profound things do you need to get to it? Nothing, nothing profound. What do you have to lose to get to it? My identity. <laughs> when, when did your identity come in? Yeah. And you just thought of it then. You can't lose anything. No. What more do you want? Maybe things are not as complex as they appear to be. Maybe there is a fundamental principle that we have overlooked throughout all those years of struggle. Maybe it isn't so difficult as we are led to believe. The so-called realm of spirituality is very similar to the business world and politics. But let us put that all aside and listen to the words of an ancient text. difficult for those who have no preferences. When love and hate are both absent, everything becomes clear and undisguised. Make the smallest distinction, however, and heaven and earth are set infinitely apart. If you wish to see the truth, then hold no opinions for or against anything. To set up what you like against what you dislike is the disease of the mind. When the deep meaning of things is not understood, the mind's essential peace is disturbed to no avail. The way is perfect like vast space. lacking and nothing is in excess. Indeed, it is due to our choosing to accept or reject that we do not see the true nature of things. Live neither in the entanglements of outer things nor in inner feelings of emptiness. Be serene in the oneness of things. 
and such erroneous views will disappear by themselves. When you try to stop activity to achieve passivity, your very effort fills you with activity. As long as you remain in one extreme or the other, you will never know oneness. function in the world without an opinion. I mean, like, it's impossible that you you just would be antisocial if you sat there and, and didn't say anything and didn't hold opinions and... Yeah. Well, you've got to see that if you have a preference for something, what's having the preference? What is it that's setting up? Where is the reference point? You say, how do you function in the world? Who are you even talking about? You're talking about me, aren't mm. you? Now, as I say, so you've got this mental picture about yourself, which we call the self-center or the ego, this image. It's only a picture made up of concepts, words that you've learned or acquired, and those concepts have got no substance, or they've got no independent nature. It's all happening on this awareness. It doesn't mean to say that concepts or words or labels won't be there, that's how it's translated, but who does it apply to? Does it apply to that concept, me, Areti, that idea or image that you've got about yourself that's got a function in this world? What you need to look at and see if that concept or image, as you call Areti, if that has any power of independent nature itself. Or are you breathing right now, your heart beating? Here and thinking, oh, there's something growing, you don't notice something happening, the food's been digested. That's functioning, isn't it? That's functioning in this world, keeping that existence going. Now, you have to ask, how do I take my next breath? How do I beat my heart? What thoughts will I have? So it doesn't mean to say that the concepts or thoughts will not come up. But just as you've functioned in this world right up to now, but you had the erroneous belief that there was an entity there doing it. Now, if you see that there's no entity there, it has any substance or independent nature, it's only a group of concepts, you must realise that it's never ever been there. But yet, you've functioned in the world, and all its dramas and troubles, hasn't gone the way you, as that entity, think it should go at times. Other times it's going like that and something comes and disrupts that, you think, poor me, or something like that. But you see, the livingness is happening. Basically, what is happening, that vivid, everyday awareness, clear and undisguised, is the basis. Now, has that changed? You can't grasp it, can you, with a concept? But you cannot deny your existence your beings right now and you cannot deny the activities of the happening 
things, you know, everything is clear and undisguised. Things are going on, just the same as they are out there in the universe. who do not live in the single way fail in both activity and passivity, assertion and denial. To deny the reality of things is to miss their reality. To assert the emptiness of things is to miss their reality. The more you talk and think about it, the further astray you wander from the truth. Stop talking and thinking, and there is nothing you will not be able to know. is to find the meaning, but to pursue appearances is to miss the source. At the moment of inner enlightenment, there is going beyond appearance and emptiness. The changes that appear to occur in the empty world we call real only because of our ignorance. Do not search for the truth. Only cease to cherish opinion. Some call it a dream, some call it reality. Uh, you can conceptualise as much as you like, as long as you realise that the thoughts are just thoughts. They're not the essence that they're appearing on. For my own part, I have never had a thought which I could not set down in words with even more distinctness than that which I conceived it. There is, however, a class of fancies, of exquisite delicacy, which are not thoughts, and to which as yet I have found it absolutely impossible to adapt to language. These fancies arise in the soul, alas, how rarely, only at epochs of most intense tranquility, when the bodily and mental health are in perfection, and at those mere points of time where the confines of the waking world blend with the world of dreams. And so I captured this fancy where all that we see or seem 
is but a dream within a dream. You've been listening to the Urban Guru Cafe. The Urban Guru Cafe is produced in Australia.